What is up, good people? Welcome to Marvel Rewind, where we take a look back at the most recent story in the MCU. And in this case, it is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode four, I believe. Um, episode four titled the whole world is watching and i believe that's the name of the episode and that episode is very fitting considering where this or the title is very fitting considering where this episode goes and i I don't know about you geo uh and by the way joined by geo ramos here today i'm jacob bartley uh jake berlin and brian avalacino should be joining us shortly but we're gonna go ahead and kick it off sorry to disappoint but (laughs) We'll we'll go ahead and hold down the fort until until these guys get here. Uh, you know I'm just playing Geo, uh, but I'm just gonna go straight for it, man. I think this is the best episode of the series so far, and up until this point, I I didn't love the series up until this point. To be honest with you, I thought it was good, but I wasn't blown away and thinking about it all day every day like I was Wandavision. Like Wandavision. I was thinking about it every day, all day. Couldn't stop until the next episode. And this, I'm just like, okay, I watch it. It's over. And then I, we move on, right? But this episode really blew me away. And hello, Stardrew. Uh, thank you for the comment. And yeah, Gio, I was going to ask you to share some of the uh, worthy comments here once they come up. But how are you doing, Gio? And what are your thoughts on this episode in general? I'm doing good, man. I'm glad the weekend's here. Thank God it's Friday. You know, I was wondering, like, what am I going to drink tonight and unwind to? And water. Feeling some blue label Johnny <laughs> Walker. Johnny Walker, baby. Hell yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, I thought you yeah. only drank Grey Goose. Grey Goose? Nah, it's, I, I had a special occasion. My man finally snapped. And, uh, you know, like you said, it was a fitting title. You know, the whole world is watching. They weren't just watching. They pulling out their phones and going, "Oh, we got you a very hashtag, um, uh, Hydra or something." You know, it's it's crazy, man. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I I can also agree with you that you know, it's the first episode. I was just ah, okay, but second episode brought us more of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Sorry, Bucky and their banter back and forth. That's what I was looking for. I mean, when they were sitting in that interrogation room and staring each other <laughs> down, that was great. Episode three brings in Zemo and uh, Sharon Carter, who's kicking ass. And this episode, it's a shorter episode, but man, there's a lot in here. There's a lot to dive into. Um, I was really, really impressed with uh, uh, this episode more than others of Wyatt Russell as uh, John Walker. You know, like his performances oh, have his been performance wise, you know, yeah. like good, but this one I felt like he just. He broke through. Well, man. I think so far he he did well in what they've asked him to do. You know, yeah, we haven't. He hasn't been asked to do much other than a few scenes here and there. But I agree with you. He he came on the scene hard this episode. And I can also just say, and this is also going into the beginning of the episode. I haven't seen Sebastian Stan act like I did in the opening sequence. Well, let's, I was gonna, that's the first thing on my notes is Bucky and Wakanda scene. So go ahead, man. I'll, I'll let you take it. Like that's great scene. Yeah. And again, this it's these moments um, that make being an investor of the MCU, like so worth it, you know, because you're just like, okay, he's clean. He's free. We get a sense of what happened in Wakanda. You know, he was, you know, just going through some of their uh, 
you know, practices, you know, obviously medicine, getting all the stuff out of here, but to actually see it yeah. and, um, you know, hear the words fright train, fright car, longing. I, I don't know all the words, but the emotion on Sebastian Stan, seeing him just, he knows the words. He, he memorizes it. He probably hears it in his sleep. And he knows each word that, uh, as as each word is said, it's like breaking barriers, you know? Like, mm -hmm. it's, there's something still deep inside here, and it goes boom, boom, boom. It's almost like someone was making him watch the footage of him kill everyone he's ever killed, and that stuff just flashing through his head, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, who needs to show him? Just mention it, you mm -hmm. know? Like, I'm sure if, if he heard the word Howard Stark or something, he would just... My goodness, you know, trigger PTSD. But man, what a great opening uh, um, scene of, of that. I'm sure you feel the same way. Absolutely, man. And I, I've i been a fan of Sebastian Stan ever since the first Avenger. I, I've always liked him. And he's been in other stuff, too. Um, he's really good in Itania, if you haven't seen that. But this scene was incredible. I don't know if he just did this scene out of nowhere or if they had to like hold some onions up to his eyes, but he absolutely killed it in that scene. And it was a powerful scene because it's not just there to, to visit Wakanda again. It has a story purpose. And I love how, and this ties into this scene, how the presence of Wakanda, both physically the, the country and like, their presence in the world um, is, is just a part of the MCU now. Mm -hmm. You know how like when in Thor, when the hammer drops in the desert, S.H.I.E.L.D. shows up. So Zemo's out of prison, uh, the Dora Milaje shows up. So like they're, they're a part of the MCU now. And I don't think, you know, unless you're the Hulk, unless you're super powered, I don't think you have a chance fighting the Dora Milaje unless you're super, unless you're even like, I think maybe like five of them could take out cap by them, you know, if he was by himself, you know? So like, they're very powerful. Like they're just so well-trained in fighting. And we'll talk about that maybe a little later, but just the presence of Wakanda and MCU in this show is great. And I think that's going to continue even with the passing of Chadwick, you know? So it's, yeah, I agree. it's nice to yeah. see that. Yeah, at the end of Black Panther, they're like, okay, we're finally going to bring our resources into the world, you know, because we're better as one uh, together. Um, so it's fitting. And um, yeah, dude, I mean, to quote John Walker, I'm sure we'll get to that later on, not to jump forward. But he says, um, you know, they weren't even, you know, super powered or what did you say? Like they didn't even have the serum. Or anything. Yeah, so I think that's an important important line as far as adding to his character development and what led him to take the serum. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I don't necessarily want to recap the whole entire episode, but there's a few key points I want to hit here. Go ahead. And so basically, obviously the opening with Wakanda and Bucky, and then, so we have this whole thing where they go. And if I'm missing something in between these topics, let me know. Um, I, I made some highlight notes, but when they're trying to find the funeral of this uh, woman who passed away, who's obviously important to the flag smashers. And I don't know if she's related to any of them. I don't know if she's related to Carly or not, but obviously she was an important figure to them and she passes away and they're having like this secret funeral and they're trying to find, figure it out. And 
it's like they're not getting help from anybody, right? But then you see Zemo and you're like, he's the smartest guy in in this entire series. I mean, maybe Sharon Carter might be smarter as smart as him. I think she's up to something. Yeah. But he's always five steps ahead of everybody, right? And we saw that in in Civil War, whether, you know, you didn't, you're not a big fan of Zemo, uh, at least in the Civil War movie, right? Yeah, but I But gotta, you acknowledge it, that he's pretty, like, every time, yeah. He's pretty intelligent. Like, he's always five steps ahead of everybody. Well, and that's what we saw. He knew, he brought those candies from the hotel that sure. they're focusing on these little candies, right? And they're like, what? why are they doing a close up of the candies? And we see why. Yeah, he's always taking steps ahead, you know, and maybe if it were just a little bit better executed in Civil War, I might feel differently. But let me tell you, everything we're, everything I'm seeing from Zemo, from his knowledge of, you know, classic music to his dance skills, by the way, that Zemo cut, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing, I was yeah, surprised. Man, I, I now aspire to be a dancer like Zemo. That's my goal. Jeez, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to go off a little bit, but that was no, pretty but uh, and we'll address this in a minute here, Star Drew. But yes, I think it's definitive 100% John Walker took the serum. I, I don't think there's any question about that. Um, but go ahead, Joe. You were talking about Zemo and how he's your favorite villain now, right? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I wouldn't go that no, far. But you like you're, you're liking him this in the series then. Yeah, I, I I am I am liking him. I, I don't know if uh, it feels like no, actually, never mind. I take that back. They're they're not comfortable with him. I think we the audience are starting to like his presence, but don't forget what he did. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the the whole candy thing, and um, I'm I'm sure we'll get into it. How he gives it to the little children mm -hmm. and very welcoming. He has that. He can like switch. You know, he's not all evil or you know, rich. I mean, he could be rich when he wants to be rich. He can be evil when well, he wants to be evil. He's, he's very much. And, and look with Thanos, right? He's evil. He's bad guy, but you understand where he's coming from. You know, you can understand why he thinks the way he thinks. Maybe we don't agree with him, but we understand what the way he thinks. So with Zemo, his entire country was destroyed. It basically like doesn't exist anymore. Right. I believe they said that. Yeah. And his he lost his family. He and he blames the Avengers, aka superpowered beings, and he thinks the world is better off without them, without superpowered beings. He thinks it shifts the power dynamics of the planet too heavily in the side of whoever has the best superpower team. So and he wants to eliminate that from the world. And well, well, he wants to kill them. Uh, you can kind of see where he's coming from, but even though he has extreme tactics, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was getting the sense that um, Anthony Mackey's uh, uh, Sam Wilson character walking through trying to find answers and whatnot, um, they don't care if he's an Avenger or what. They don't. They just don't have any faith in the system. No, yeah, not at all. Regardless of who you are and what you've done, they're just, they're like, we're out. Okay. Like, this was supposed to be um, a time for us to get back what we've lost, you know, after the miracle of everyone coming back, um, not without some sacrifice. 
But um, I actually like that scene, you know, because it's... Yeah, are you talking about the first time that Sam and Carly talk? Well, no, I'm talking before that. Remember when there's a teacher and he's like... Uh, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. supposed to send resources. This is leading up to that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that happens right before Zemo gives the candy to the kids. Um, I just I just appreciated that that small moment. Yeah, and he's like, I know who you are. That, that doesn't mean you can help us, you know? Right. Yeah, 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 that was that was big. And then uh, Sam finally gets to talk to Carly and he's he's kind of getting to her. And then, uh, you know, John Walker comes busting in and she's like, oh, I'm out of here. And in her escape, she encounters Zemo, who got out of the handcuffs. Of course, you can't don't leave Zemo alone in handcuffs. Come on now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and he also has a gun <laughs> always has a gun um uh, and he take he get he hits carly but in doing so the the serum falls on the floor he smashes it all up with his with his feet and uh and then of course john walker comes in and grabs one of those i think he hits him in the face right with the shield yeah he didn't he hit it through <laughs> like a um I would try to think of an NFL quarterback. He threw a bullet pass. He he threw like Aaron Rodgers. To Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he just he threw that right. I'm surprised Zemo didn't die. Okay, well at this but point he didn't take the serum, so he didn't take the serum. So yeah, he he didn't die. But um, it's uh, I'm I'm sorry. Were you finished or? Is oh, it go ahead. I was just bringing up the scene. Yeah. Okay, so John Walker. Uh, he decided to play by uh, Bucky and Sam's rules, right? Give him 10 minutes. But can we really fault him that much for, you know, going in there? Because, yeah, he might want to get um, the Flag Smashers leader, Carly, I think her name is, um, to finally catch her. But he also knows firsthand how dangerous these people are. Remember, well, for, all, for all they know, Sam's already dead. They could kill Sam with one, you know, one movement. Yeah. So. I don't like, I think the other guys were giving like trusting Sam, you know, letting him do his thing, but I don't fully blame Walker for busting in there because for all they know, Sam's already dead. I'd say he gave him like six, seven minutes and then finally yeah, exactly, busted yeah. through, you know, because remember he tried to help him um, when they were on top of the trucks and they were driving and all four of them got their asses handed to them. So they know what they're dealing with. They're not to be messed around with. This may be their only chance to get the serum otherwise or, or to stop the, the flag smashers, all of them, once and for all, um, so they can't mess it up. So what happens? Uh, somehow Walker makes it through past Bucky. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think but I don't think he could take Bucky at this point. You know, I'm pretty sure Bucky. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they show up. Uh, what happens? Carly escapes, right? Oh yeah, yeah. they get away, um, but they just dip out. You know, they don't even try to grab the serum. I mean, they, it's all smashed. But yeah, they get out of there. Yeah, and then we sh we cut to Zemo, who's stomping all the serums, and it was just a part of me was just like, no, wait, same one for Walker and and for uh, uh, what's his name? Hoskins. Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, oh man, we'll get to him. <laughs> but um yeah and then he gets hit right in the head knocked out walker sees one laying around he picks it up and then 
oh, what I miss, said uh, Sam. And then they, they escape. Yeah. So yeah, I, that I was like a that big moment. Part. Yeah. That was a big moment seeing him get the serum. Uh, and he just, he, he eventually takes it himself. We don't know if he needed help injecting it or whatnot, but we don't, we don't see it happen on screen, but a couple things happen before we realize that he actually has the serum. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know where <laughs> Bucky and Sam and Zemo are sharing. I must've are staying. I must've missed that. I think did Sharon hook him up with the spot? I don't know. They're like in a loft or something, but uh, they're back at that place. And I thought this was a very interesting conversation. And a similar conversation happens later, but this is this conversation between Zemo and Sam and there, and he asks him, would you take the serum if it was offered to you? And Sam immediately says no. And Zemo's like, and I think Zemo is like cool with Sam because he know now he knows for sure. Sam is, doesn't want the super soldier serum. Like Sam's just a regular human. He has incredible tech, but you know, a lot of people have incredible tech in this world and they, uh, and then, Sam says, okay, if you feel that way, like you want to get rid of all these super soldiers, what about Bucky? You know? And I've, I've been thinking about that uh, these last couple episodes, like is once Zemo's done, if he completes his mission of eliminating all these super soldiers, getting rid of the super soldier serum uh, and we'll leave John Walker out of it for now. Is he going to try to get rid of Bucky? You know, is because Bucky is a superpowered being. So yeah. if his goal is to eliminate all superpower beings, do you think maybe in the last episode, you know, at the very last minute, Zemo tries to kill Bucky? Or do you think he's like going to let Bucky be? No, I think Bucky hangs around. I mean, as much as Zemo might not trust Bucky, he's seen enough to know that okay, this guy at at first was an absolute killer, right? The the Winter Soldier but he has the ability to overcome that and uh, be a better person, you know? And I, this is kind of the only time uh, other than his brief appearances in previous movies where he's allowed to be in this world, you know, and uh, show, show his good side, you know, like his, his clean slate in yeah. here. So, uh, I mean, for, for Zemo to like, still have that bit of suspicion makes sense, but it's also not fair. You know, it's yeah. I mean, no, and I don't think he would succeed in trying to kill Bucky, but I think he might try to, if Bucky's the last super soldier left, you know, you know he might try to, but I don't think, well, I'm still waiting for that, that scene that we saw in the trailers where Bucky has a gun pointed to Zemo and bullets are falling. We haven't seen that yet. Mm, I want to know what that. We also uh, haven't seen uh, the shield, uh, them training with the shield together, but uh, let's go. Uh, we have our boys here. Jake Berlin and Brian are here. Uh, well, Brian's coming, but Jake's here. What is up, man? How's it going, fellas? Sorry, up, that, I'm late. Sorry that I'm late. <laughs> no worries, man. No, no worries. worries. Um, so I, I, we're at the point where, uh, Hey, and Brian's here as well. Hi, so, guys, sorry, I had to we're pee. at the point where uh, <laughs> Zemo and Sam are talking about the Super Soldier Serum and how Zemo wants to get rid of all these superpowered beings. Okay. And Sam's like, well, what about Bucky? And I asked Gio, do you guys think at some point Zemo's going to try to kill Bucky? Like, is Bucky on his list, too, if he wants to eliminate all superpowers? Uh, I don't believe so. I will say I think that he kind of likes Bucky. 
I don't know if he likes I, – I do I do question what he thinks of Bucky because of the super soldier serum. But yeah. I think now that John officially has the serum, that's the, that's the larger issue. When For Zemo sure. finds out that John has the serum, that's when it's going to become – at the, at, obviously, right now, Zemo escaped. We don't know where he is. Um, but when he does find out that John has the serum, that's going to become the larger issue more so than Bucky – um, I think he's going to stay away from Bucky after the after the door Milaje showed up because the door Milaje are kind of like on Bucky's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes and, sense, and they want to and they want Zemo because Zemo killed Tashaka, and so going near Bucky is not good news for Zemo. Um, That's a good point. But the John Walker stuff is where it gets more interesting, uh, and I'm very very excited to see how it all plays out because we have not seen the last of Zemo. Um, and yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's definitely, that's a great point because in in a way Wakanda kind of took Bucky in. So he's kind of, they're essentially his family family. in a way. Yeah. And so he he doesn't want, even though they were cool with him being locked up in Germany, but if he gets out, they're taking him. So he doesn't want Wakanda after him. Well, Um, and, and I'll say this too, just real quick. The fact that, her name, her name is Ayo, right? Ayo? 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 Ayo. Ayo. The fact that Ayo gave him eight hours with I know. Zemo, I was surprised. That's that's pure respect for Bucky from yeah. her um, and from the Dora Milaje and what he means to Wakanda and that he truly is the white wolf to them. That's that's a big deal that, that should not be overlooked. Like, there's not there's not a lot of people in this world or in that world, excuse me, that would be given eight hours by the door in Malaysia to hang out with a with a villain who killed their king, especially who's <laughs> not Wakandan, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we move on, uh, what we're going to talk about the door in Malaysia fight next. But was there anything prior to this that you guys really wanted to touch on? Um, to this point, no. I, I'm more. I, I like. I. I mean, there's the whole episode was great. The whole, mm-hmm. I'll just say that up top. The whole episode was yeah my favorite episode so far, but it's definitely the towards the back end that that I would like to discuss a little bit more. Well, let's jump into this Dora Milaje fight. Uh, Geo brought it up earlier that this was a key moment because it's when John Walker truly realized, like, I, I'm nothing. I can't even take – like, they weren't even super-powered. I can't even – I have no chance against them. And – uh, it was kind of the breaking point to where he's like, I think he was contemplating taking the serum up to this point, And then this and the conversation with Hoskins really uh, led to it. But this awesome. fight was incredible. This fight was amazing. I was telling Gio, if you don't have superpowers, you have no chance against the Dormalache. <laughs> well, you know, like, like you said, that was the teetering. That, that was the moment for John where he said they and they weren't even super soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that was the moment that and yes, later on, he's talking to, you know, his good buddy Hoskins and uh, kind of picking his brain. But ultimately, for me, this is the moment where that the catalyst of John taking the serum. He, you know, he's been this incredible soldier his entire life. And this adds to that moment, that conversation about the medals and stuff. But. He's been this very highly touted soldier his entire life. He's very successful. He's recognized by the entire country, by the government, by the armed forces. But he is not all powerful. 
And that moment, he's a guy who is all powerful uh, or who wants to be all powerful, excuse me, who wants to have everything in his cards, who wants to have everything in his favor um, and seeing two people who aren't enhanced, who are just sheer incredible fighters kick his ass. That's the moment he, he says to himself to be able to survive out in this world, not doing stuff in Afghanistan with the shield. I need this serum. Yeah. I, and I think for his character, like it makes sense. Like all, everything was leading up to this, like to him taking the serum. So I think it makes sense. Um, what, was there anything else in this scene that you guys wanted to point out? Are we talking uh, about the scene between Hoskins and Walker? Well, the, fight, we- the whole fight. But le- that too. I mean, that was next. Uh, Hoskins and Walker too. Because that is an important discussion as well. I mean, the Dormelage are just so badass. I'm curious how they would have fared against uh, Cap. Um, Cap probably Cap likely would have won. But seeing how they were able to um, disarm uh, Walker from that shield and get him to like not be able to use it, like I think it, they stuck it to like a table or something, and that's just like man. She, like, she threw she threw her spear through the through the arm holders through the hand. Wow. He literally couldn't move the shield. Yeah. That is insane. And then earlier, like when they. Uh, when they punched or hit John Walker and then his head, bam, hit the back of the spear. It was just like, they were going to, they were willing to kill them. Oh, they, they were uh, going to kill him. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Bucky and Sam had to stop them. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the whole time it's just, I mean, like, look, it had Zemo not escaped and, you know, certain things would have happened. I think it would have been all right. But the fact that Zemo escaped, everything went to shit. And then Walker got his ass kicked. It's just like, okay, like clearly to even the playing field, I got to do the serum thing. And I love the the conversation that him and uh, um, Lamar had about, you know, yeah, I got three Medal of Honors and whatnot, but I'm reminded that it's the worst day of my life. And that what the public sees with these medals, I see something different. And he turns to Lamar, and it's it, that's why it, it's really tragic what happened at the end. But he turns to Lamar and he says, "I um, no, would you have taken a serum?" And I believe Lamar said yes, right? Oh, he's like hell yeah. He says yeah. like right yeah. away. He's like hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Which would Walker have still taken the serum? If he said no. Yeah, I think so. Probably, but I think he was like, I think he wanted validation from his best friend that it's okay to take it like without telling him that he was going to take it. You know, mm. I think that's what he was looking for. Yeah. I mean, in, in that one conversation, albeit a brief one, like you get more of a real sense than ever of th- these two and their camaraderie together and just how important, you know, they actually need each other. You know, Walker especially needed, Lamar, you know, he was uh, like his voice of reason, you know, what kept him sane. And then when he. Well, and that's a good member earlier when they're discussing what to do when they're looking for the funeral and Lamar's like, maybe we should let him go in and talk to her and maybe that'll work. And then Walker's like, oh, yeah, yeah maybe we will. So that's that's to your point, Gio. 
And can I just say, if I'm Walker and I'm going to take a serum, I, I'm, I'm getting two shot glasses from the bar, and I'm pouring, like, give me two-thirds, I'll give you one-third, okay? Like, I'm giving Lamar something. You, you have to take the full thing for it to work. You can't just yeah. split it. <laughs> well, then I would have taken that about. serum to another part of the world and say, make a duplicate copy or something. Gio, there's a reason it's in that canister and that size. And you have to inject it, right? Well, to, we don't know. We don't know. Which it was never shown. He could have drank right. it. He could have injected it. Most of the time it's an injection, but mm -hmm. it, it could have, it really could have been anything. So yeah, we didn't see, which is fine. Yeah. Hey, Sharon is caring. Okay. <laughs> I'm just um, trying to figure out ways to where it, Lamar's death could have been prevented, man. Because when when he died, I was just oh, I felt I felt Walker's pain. I was like, oh man, Oof. yeah, that that was and it especially it makes all the like the very I think it's the second episode when we see Walker in the uh, you know in the locker room and he talked first time we see Lamar too. Uh, so it makes you think of all the scenes they had together, and it's like, damn, that that's big. But uh, one major thing that happens um, shortly after the Dormelage fight and that discussion is that Carly calls Sam's sister. And this was a big moment because, like, she threatens her and the nephews. But then when Sam sees her, she's like, I would never hurt her. And then I'm like, w yeah, you would if it push came to shove. I think she would. Um, so what do you guys I, think I about just, this? And I do disagree you think, with you. How do you feel yeah, about I, Carly? I I I kind of I'm with Brian on this one. I think I think well, first of all, she blew up innocent people in a building. Yes, yeah, that's, she, that's fair. Then yeah. look, that's, being that's a, bad, uh, good to bad. Uh, but I will say this: her and Sam kind of they they understand each other. They they know each other. They kind of get each other. That's why in if John hadn't shown up towards the end of this episode. Sam would have 100% reasoned with her. He would have talked her down a thousand percent. Yeah, it was heading that way. Um, and so I do think that what she is saying in the episode of like, oh, I would never hurt her. I called her just to make you know that I'm serious. I do. I, for one, believe that. Um, we'll see what happens in the next two episodes. But uh, I kind of think that her and Sam have this, this weird relationship where they just kind of get each other. It, it's just an understanding, like a weird understanding between the two of them. Yeah, that I makes don't, sense. Yeah, I don't think he, she ever had any intent or would have intent to go after them because, I mean, she, in her mind, she was killing those people because they were against what she believed. Sam's family is not a part of that. Yeah. So I think I, I think in her eyes, it's I mean, she kind of says it too when Sam's talking to her. It's only OK to kill people if it's those people that support this hierarchy that she's trying to take down. Killing Sam's family is just murder. So no, that makes sense. I mean, I just think like if the only way for her to like continue on her mission was to threaten Sam's family, that, that she would do it. But probably, and even when she was talking to a sister, she says, I like you. you, you remind me of me. So she kind of has a connection with, with that family. So 
I, I see what you guys are saying. Um, so I had a thought about Sharon Carter. Like, do you guys think everything as is as seems with Sharon Carter? Like, or do you think she's up no. to something? I said she, it last week. She's the power broker. Yeah, there's like a okay, 90% so chance she's the power broker. Doesn't does that change how we see her? Yeah, she's not gonna be the one from the comics. Hmm. She well, so yeah, so well, it depends on how it yes, it but it depends on how how they make her character, if you will. Once like everything is revealed, say everything is revealed and she's revealed to be the power broker, is she still the Sharon Carter we know, or is she a little shifted a little bit and kind of like a, in a di- like dicey a little bit, dicey of a character? Um, hopefully they reveal it. Hopefully they tell us. Uh, I personally, if, what for what I would want, I wouldn't want her to be the power broker. But I agree with what Brian said. It it's heavily leaning towards her being the power broker. Like all the like all of the hints and the facts are like in front of you, but you kind of just don't want to believe it yet until it's like official. But it does make sense that if she were to be revealed as the power broker, Jake, should we tell uh, Jacob the fun theory? Why not? Of who power broker is? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so we just talked about this. Um, so I don't know if you guys know, um, but the, the showrunner of the series um, said that episode five, there's a big cameo, right? That they would love to see this major Marvel character, a character that we haven't seen in the past, that hasn't been in the MCU yet, a Marvel Comics character is played by a well-known performer, is what they said. Uh, and they would love to see them play with other big actors. We threw out the idea that what if Kingpin is the power broker from Daredevil? Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Wow. That what if what if he became the power broker and that's the way you bring him into the MCU? I mean, that would make sense because the power broker saying, I'm gonna kill you, you better ha- give me my stuff. Like that and doesn't sound like Sharon Carter. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio fits the build of a performer, right? He's not someone who's been in the MCU yet. I mean, it, like, could you imagine watching next week and all of a sudden a bald kingpin played by Vincent D'Onofrio walks in the room with, I don't know, uh, with Zemo. Like, what if Zemo and Kingpin are in the same room? Dude, I just, I got very happy at the thought of that because <laughs> if that happens, it confirms that. Charlie Cox is, well, is going to be. In the yeah, it confirms that, that it's canon. It just confirms yeah. that it's canon. I mean, that it makes sense. Well, not even canon. You could just that they're going to use those characters. Well, that's even what I mean. Though, though. Like they're in the yeah. universe. They're in the universe. Exactly. Even though they're, it's not going to be the same power broker from the comics or whatever. Like that makes sense. Like it, that fits to me, honestly. It really does. Uh, well, was Sharon Carter? Do we? Did they confirm she wasn't blipped? Right. Or was she? Did she wasn't. She, get, she wasn't. I, okay. Well, no, it's never confirmed. But we assumed she wasn't. But yeah, I, don't it, I we I went on that whole tangent about how it would be impossible. It just doesn't make. Well, sense. because she's been away. Yeah, because it's only been like what a few. Uh, uh, how long has yeah. it been since it's been like, like three people months. came back? Yeah, so she didn't build that whole art. Yeah, gal- art gallery power gallery really um she, well brian said it she's an art broker 
Yeah. Yeah. She's and her it, job is literally front, an art broker. It's probably a front for that. And that makes yeah. sense. I just don't see do you so do you guys think she was good guy all this time, like you know, innocent Sharon Carter, and then the blip happened or the snap happens, or after Civil War, she has to go to this, you know, cunt city and hide. Then the snap happens, and through all this time, she changed and she's kind of just doing what she has to do to survive, and that turned her into the power broker. I think her ultimate goal was just to be exonerated and be back home. And in the meantime, she's going to do. No, keep keep talking. I just want to have my hand up so I can talk. Do, do, her, do her thing in uh, Madripoor and make a name for herself. So to That's that true. point, to add on to what Brian just said, uh, Emily Van Camp said in an interview, quote, Steve Rogers should have put her on his list to pardon. He should have pardoned her. So it almost seems like Sharon Carter might have a slight vendetta out. Slight. Uh, she definitely does. But I, I'm, I'm saying up against like, like cap and Falcon, like the Avengers and stuff is what I'm saying. I think she, I think she does. And Man, so that's honestly, that's a mistake. A bit. That would be a mistake by Steve Rogers. Like, did he forget about her? Well, I mean, he's trying to save the universe and nah. the world and like, I mean, come on, like, come on. Or maybe, I don't know. I, I was going to say, maybe he didn't know where she was. Like he didn't know if she was even alive still or not, but he should still put her on <laughs> on the list. It's going to be interesting. And the, the big question is, right. She's only been showed a little bit and there's two episodes left. There's a lot of ground to cover, right? Mm -hmm. Two episodes. I have a feeling she'll be in a lot of it especially if she's revealed to be the power broker, but I'm just glad to see her again. Sharon Carter is very important to the overall story of cap, not Steve Rogers, but also Sam also Bucky, just the idea of cap in the comics. And I really hope that this isn't the last we're going to see of her. Um, I, I think that she can be a really, really cool character moving forward alongside Sam and Bucky for sure. Yeah. Um, Gio, do you think Sharon Carter's the power broker or do you have any other theories? No, I agreed with Brian. Uh, I think we, yeah, we talked about it last week. Um, she, I could definitely see her being more anti-hero. You know, she probably thinks, I mean, first of all, you don't let her go back home or she isn't allowed to go back home. It's like, that's messed up. And then now they're trying to play hero again. And again, there's another mention about the shield being destroyed. And it's just like, people really miss Steve Rogers, Captain America. Hmm. You know, right about now obviously but uh i wouldn't be surprised if uh either she's a power broker i'm not gonna get my hopes up on kingpin okay like i learned my lesson with wandavision i'm just show me <laughs> yeah it's all um, i want to happen that, that's all i want to, i just want to see kingpin walk in next episode. that's all i want that would be so cool um, in the white so, suit yeah yeah <laughs> for sure what what happened at the end of Daredevil? He got locked up, right? Or something. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, Dare, Dare, Daredevil beat him to a pulp with towels. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like full on just yeah. destroyed him and they were bloody as all hell. And then he had to go face fake Daredevil. That's that's true. Um, all right. So a lot of stuff happens in this last battle and or this last few scenes at the end of the episode. We so when you guys when we go into this action scene or, you know, when Sam and Bucky meet up with Carly again and they have this talk and then it breaks out into another action scene. Do you guys, were you guys shocked to see that John Walker had the serum, took the serum already? 
Mm-mm. Not at all. Well, we knew it was coming, but it was like you didn't know at first that then they they made. Yeah, sure it was like a oh, like he took it. It was like a cool. Reveal. I knew the second he was in that hallway, and he just sit, like was very still, and then he heard something from far away. Oh, uh, he heard. Yeah, he heard. Uh, he heard. Like, I think it was. I think right. No, I think it was out. water drops, wasn't it, or something? It was. Oh, I, I could have sworn you heard like Lamar getting dragged off or something, but you could. It be- was something, and I was like, "Oh, he's ta- he took it." Like I was like, "He if he's doing that, then he took it." Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I just I noticed once he started physically showing it in the fight, the like when he fight. kicks a guy down like two flights of stairs. <laughs> yeah, and bends the pipe. And and that guy's face, he's like, "Oh, God. yeah." And then Sam's like, "What did you do?" See, yeah. that's, that's going to be big. That that's a that's gonna be a big thing because at this moment in time, Sam is the only one to know that well, Sam and Carly are the only ones to know that John took the serum. Does well, John Bucky. and Bucky? Well, oh yes, but Sam will tell Bucky, you're right. So the three of them are the only ones. Will they tell or will John say something about it? Or is that kind of how he goes down is not not saying anything? Zemo finding out, Sam and Bucky going after him because he's now kind of you know deranged a little bit. And we got to keep in mind if we go back to the first Avenger, remember what uh, Erkstein says: the serum enhances what is already there. Well, so, Hoskins says it earlier in the episode too. He says it makes you more you. So too for for Steve Rogers, it it made him a better man. For John Walker. Dealing with war, Afghanistan, PTSD, issues, all of this stuff, anxiety, whatever it is, it's going to enhance all of that mm-hmm. on top of his best friend just dying. So what happens next? Yeah. Gio, I know you want to talk about it, man. That Hoskins dying scene, man. I I get squeamish when it comes to like spine and back and neck deaths. I was like, no. that and And look, Carly didn't mean to kill him but it was just in she the meant heat to of- kill john. john walker yeah in the heat of battle he's oh she did one they did want to kill captain america that was their whole plan right that was but, it was uh, her plan i don't know if it was theirs but it was hers yeah so then we see hoskins go down man geo what were you thinking in that moment uh damn because <laughs> i really like to see the two of them together lamar and john but uh, they had to they had to do something to push him over the edge. All right, the Dormelage kicking his ass was going to be close, but wasn't going to get there. It took a a really really big loss uh, for him. And I like how at the end uh, Carly's off in the distance, like, "Oh my God, I can't believe what happened." And it's just like, "Get out of here! You're killing so many people, and you almost killed John Walker. You ended up killing another person." You're just as bad, if not worse. Okay, get uh, out of here with that. I think it was more of a look like that wasn't the person I was supposed to kill. Just more of a shock that because he she's running after John Walker and then Battlestar jumps in front of her. And yeah, when she goes to push, she pushes him instead. And then she's like, Oh crap, that was not who I was trying to kill, and then takes off. Mm. I don't think there was like any intent. Or anything like I think it was more shock, like that's the wrong person. Yeah, and it, I think it, you know, uh, I I don't think that she, she was blatantly trying to kill Battlestar, but I do think that she had all this rage built up towards mm-hmm. John. With him getting in the way, all that rage was released against him. 
and it happened to kill him. Um, and at that point, you kill him. You you get your one shot. You've wasted it, and you have to bounce. Like that's essentially what happened. I mean, from my point of view, anyway. Um, like the whole episode, it, it you could tell that she had she wanted to kill John Walker. Right? He was the one that was in the way. He was the one creating all these issues. And she builds up all this anger, and then it's all released into one big punch, and it ends up killing Lamar. Um, and not John. And she's like, ah, well, I screwed up. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is this the last of the super soldier serum? Uh, as far as we know, cause the doctor's dead who, as far as, as far as we, know. yeah, as far as we know, that's, but yeah. let we, let's keep in mind that the power broker in the comics is the one that's responsible for it. He distributes it essentially. So there's always a chance we could see it again. Well, he wants those doses back really bad. So it yeah. might be all that's left or she. You well, know. the guy said, um, I only made 20 and I yep. haven't been able to make any since. Ah, and that okay. guy is dead. And the power broker said he wanted his vials back. Yeah. I would assume that that was the last one. I would agree too. I, I think that's probably the last one, and I, I hope it's the last one personally. And, and the yeah, and that henchman that gets eventually brutally murdered uh, says they they were all destroyed. Yeah. So, and there's a few like there a lot of the flag smashers have it right. So there's a, just the ones are still there's like. Not that many, but there's. Car the oh, I think Carly's crew has it. Carly, yeah. the Australian guy, and the guy that is no longer in One Piece, for and, sure. And the, the big giant dude. Yeah, and the big giant dude. Yeah, Those ones so, for sure. So obviously, like this is where we see the flaws in John Walker. Right, his best friend dies in battle. He immediately goes and kills just one of the guys who's not even directly responsible. It's like they're juxtaposing us like what what would Cap do in that situation, right? He he would probably, you know, he probably wouldn't even go after them. He'd probably like pick up if his friend Mikey and get out died, of there. He wouldn't go after them. Well, he would I, either go after them to 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 lock them up or he would say Well, we know he did exactly the same thing in uh Civil War. He held the shield above and then he could have killed Tony, but he yeah, didn't. no, I don't think Cap would have killed, went and killed one of them. No, not at all. That's the whole point of showing John Walker do it. Lucky didn't die though. Um, Cap, Cap would have never killed someone. No, 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 not at all. But I'm saying he, he Cap would have either. He is just a man. Cap would have either just gotten out of there, been too distraught to like just continue. Captain like, America is as much of a murderer as Superman is. There's literally, there's. That much room for a re there's that much of a reason. Yeah. I mean, Cap has killed. We've seen it in battle, but that's when somebody's coming at him, armed people, you know, in the midst of war, midst of battle, not an unarmed guy laying down on the floor. So I, I thought this was just super powerful. Uh, what do you guys think? It's it's very haunting. It is yeah. very, very haunting. It shows the collapse, the quick collapse that he took after realizing that Lamar was dead. Um, and again, that's, that's the effect of the serum. Um, that that's obviously John to an extent, you know, but the serum again, enhanced it. Uh, it made it stronger. It made it more, uh, out in the public, if you will. Um, it's, uh, it's something I, I mean, this, and I'll bring it up. This is something that I thought I would never see. 
Uh, oh my goodness. That is, that is, uh, I mean, what, what an incredible, an incredible moment in, in, and look, it's an incredible moment. It's something that look, Marvel took a risk by doing this. I'm going to do that to your shield next time I come over. No, you're not. Uh, Marvel took a risk by doing this. They, they, they put blood spillatter on captain America's shield. Um, and they showed us that, look, no matter how much we try to prove to you guys that this guy's good, he comes from a good place, he's a strong soldier, he has demons. And now that he has the serum, those demons are taking over. Um, and it's going to be an all-out downhill fall for him in the final two episodes. Uh, I'm, I'm incredibly interested in seeing what happens next. Um, I hope that episode five picks up from the moment this one ended. Yeah, me too. I want to see the transition. Um, but yeah, what I mean, I don't remember the last time I was sitting in a Marvel movie and literally my jaw is sitting there like, oh my God. Not in like an excited way like Avengers Assemble and Endgame, but like a oh my effing God. Uh, with chills running down, like we there's not a moment like that in the MCU that I can think of with with a symbol of Cap's shield covered in blood. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, the only moment that comes close is uh, in Civil War when they reveal that Bucky killed Tony's parents. Like that, that, that was a very haunting image. As that's well. a haunting one, and this as well. And I was watching it with my brother last night, and we both just looked at each other when we're like, what just happened? Like it was just all unraveled so fast. And like, even though we hate the John Walker character, it's good storytelling. It's he's, he's a well-written character. Yeah. Even though he's a douche, <laughs> he's, a, he's a well-written character. And I'm very curious. Cause where do they go? The government just, you know, put this guy out here. Here's our new captain America. We saw everybody cheering for him and, and they're sending him out on missions. And now what? Yep. That's... They're calling Sam like, hey, man, you interested in me and Cap? <laughs> we know he gets the shield back at some point because he's practicing throwing it at a tree. So unless the, that footage is not even in this show. <laughs> I think I personally think that that is, uh, that is the closing moment of the series. Probably. I think I think the final shots we're going to see are Sam and Bucky together on Sam's home, um, back in the U.S. training with the Shield, and Bucky is helping Sam train with the Shield. That's what I think the series is going to end with. That makes sense because when else are they going to do that? You know. Yep. Yeah. Well, the next episode, right? Like right away. Well, if they take the Shield, are they are they going to fight Walker right there and take the Shield from him? Um, I will say this: I, I, I wanted know. to point this out. Just a nice little Easter egg. They were in the country Latvia, um, which in the Marvel in the Marvel comics is the next door country to Latveria. That's what I was thinking. Yes, I was so, like Doctor Doom. Just a little FYI for you, Doctor Doom fans out there. Um, oh, I did hear about that. Very, very that, nice little tease there. That's pretty cool. Um, so, do you guys have any have any last thoughts on this episode? So good. Yeah, it's great. I was telling Gio like this. L this took the series to another level for me. Like I liked it so far, but this just raised the bar. John Walker is seriously becoming one of my favorite villains in the MCU. He's not even a villain yet. Uh, well, I mean, the way fans are talking about him now, it's like he was a villain in episode two. But um, 
Mm. He'll get there. He'll get there. He will. And Brad and I are on the same page on this one, but he's going to be around for a while. Yeah. He's going to be around for a while. I, I said earlier, I want him to be that guy that shows up that you're like, oh my God, why is this guy here? <laughs> That's kind of like, how he is now too. Yeah. Though, because they're all like <laughs> on their mission and then him and Hoskins just come walking up out of nowhere. I'm like, where did these guys come from? Yeah. Just because like, that would be funny. You don't really have a character right now. I mean, it's kind of deadpool but Deadpool makes it funny, but it's like, you don't have a character where you're just like, if he shows up, you're just like, oh my God, not this guy. You're just like, oh my, like, can you imagine if they team up and then all of a sudden he shows up, you'd be like, oh my God. Like you would immediately just roll your eyes. So, I mean, I kind of yeah, guessing he, he's going to have to be like always on the run or always in hiding. And then I think just... he's going to go to lot very, uh, not lot very, uh, <laughs> he's going to go team up with Dr. Doom. Yeah. He's going to go to Madripoor by the end of this. So where is Madripoor? It's like basically kind of like near Thailand, like kind of like mm-hmm. those islands all over that area. So well, he's okay. he's not a wanted criminal yet. I mean, if anything, he did his job, just did it in a either, very violent. Either oh. him or Zemo is going to end up staying in, in Madripoor. Mm. I think Zemo is going to go back to Sokovia personally. Sokovia is not a country anymore. Okay, the surrounding areas of Sokovia. Because he because he said they uh, snat the country surrounding snatched up all of their. So land. the only reason why I say that is because we have yet to see the shot of him standing in front of that statue. True, yeah. and so That's you think Zemo gets away in the end? I th- I think that I think he's a hundred percent away at the end. I don't I know do, about I you guys, but out in the open. I yeah. really like this series. Had I already liked Zemo, but this series has made me like him more. To be honest, yeah. even though I, like he's obviously a bad guy he wants to kill people but we kind of like you kind of understand where he's coming from on his end you know do he i mean i'm i was telling geo like thanos <laughs> like we don't agree with thanos but he had a point from his perspective so zemo lost his whole entire country do, even though he blames the avengers that's it wasn't their fault but he blames them and he thinks in his head that eliminating super soldiers is the right thing to do. But I'm not talking about that. He's just very like, much a punisher. I like his personality and the way he just like maneuvers through everything. I don't know. I think he's kind of cool. He's the slick a-hole that you love to hate. Yeah. You can't trust him. Don't turn your back on him for one hundred percent. You cannot trust he's, him. He's the guy where you're like, I can trust him. And then immediately stabs you in the back that kind yeah. of and he he looks great in a uh furred coat if i do say so myself i'm gonna have to you know dress up as zemo one of these days oh my god <laughs> halloween or comic-con actually that probably would be a pretty good one and you get to put a mask on your face so it's not total loss <laughs> all right guys wow, look. my glasses would be like my mask would be like, we'll go as zemo Thanos, John Walker, and Geo choose a choose one. U.S. Agent. I'm not John Walker. I'll go with yes. Bucky. You are. I'm Bucky. <laughs> no, you're U.S. Agent. I'm. I dig Bucky. Also, I haven't mentioned this at all, but when Bucky put his uh, put his <laughs> arm back on, I love when he does his whole like <laughs> when he puts his oh, arm. Oh yeah. Shut up, Johnny. No, no. <laughs> Um, hey, Brian was when, saying when that he too like, last when time. he like 
engages his arm back into like that was cool so cool he did that in the winter soldier he knows how to take it off it's amazing it's just like i love it so much yeah that was super cool how it just like goes into place too when it gets close enough yep awesome uh well that should wrap it up for today unless we have any other thoughts guys um two more for half the episode (laughs) two more i'm super excited I think the last two are going to be like just as good as this one. Like I think they up the Annie and they're just going to finish strong. It's so. a long movie. tease it for everybody watching, but we're probably going to record our, uh, probably record our live reaction to the fin- finale. So oh, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, wa- I've been watching that midnight, so I'm ready to go. Oh, I-, I saw Jake say that he stayed up last night. Nice. Worth it. Absolutely. I'm running Especially. on like hours of sleep and I've never been more happy. <laughs> Especially for this Isn't episode. the Mortal Kombat thing that same night. Uh, no, Mortal Kombat's on a Friday. Oh, yeah, we're going Friday. Thursday. Maybe. They're not doing Thursday night previews anymore. Thursday night early screenings anymore. Oh, okay. Well, and I don't think, well, that at all, right? Like, not even for the private screenings either. Um, cool. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Marvel Rewind. Thank you, everybody, for joining us in the chat. We really, really appreciate it. Um, please let us know your thoughts on this episode. Obviously, we all liked it. And don't forget to check us out uh, on Tuesday for Apocalypse Now and, of course, next Friday for Marvel, Marvel Rewind. And we will also hopefully be doing our live reactions uh, that Thursday night. What is that, two weeks from now? Two weeks from now. Out. Yep. All right. For Gio, for Jake, for Brian, and myself, Jacob, thank you for watching. We'll see you next time.